0: Welcome to The Conversations with Jason Campbell and Henrietta Galena.
1: Hello.
0: And in this episode, we are going to pick up where we left off from our last episode on Business of Fashion Voices. And uh, something that emerged from that uh, event last week and a couple of weekends ago in Oxfordshire is that Garant's... Dore, I'm, I'm I butchered. No, you did
1: it right. This, oh, you did, did I? No, that was that was good.
0: Oh my God, it's so just Kiara. Oh.
1: <laughs> the others, you're fine with.
0: Butcher these names. I mean, a, a couple of viral things emerged from that event, but this was the most talked about, uh, most talked about talk. Yeah, actually. and it
1: connects nicely to obviously the last issue about Bof voices, but also the issue prior to that, or the episode, sorry, prior to that about influencers.
0: Exactly, exactly. I think this is a nice connective tissue that's running through some of these episodes. And essentially, Garance's talk was about why she no longer attends Fashion Week. That was pretty much, that was pretty much it. I I, I want to get the exact headline. I, I don't have it in front it's of like me. It's like
1: why she quit Fashion Week. Yes,
0: why I quit Fashion exactly. Week. That was exactly the, the title of it. And I have to say, I, I was, I leaned in. I leaned in because I, Garance, and I actually preceded her, but we were part of the same culture at that time. I wasn't as, you know, as sort of, let's say, hungry as some of those other kids <laughs> Those other kids were, but I was very much one of the influencers before the influencer culture. You know, I, I, I was invited to most of the fashion weeks across the world, and I covered those shows and certainly saw streetwear culture emerging and the whole thing shifting. And um, the, the juggernaut of, like, street style Back in the back in her heyday with um with the Sartorialists who she was dating Garons um, um, Brian Boy and those and Susie yeah. Bubble and all those kind of all those kind of talents they have they have been around, and Garons essentially spoke about her her journey from you know um, the coveted front row s- spots. To deploring that culture altogether, extracting herself from it and reinventing herself in California to a, to a different tune, to something that is more, as she describes it, I don't want to put words in that mouth, but something that f- feels more holistic and less rat racy and less empty and less shallow and she was telling her story and i have to say i didn't feel while i was more aligned with her position on how she felt during that time and and ultimately you know how she stepped out i didn't find that it was slighting anyone at all you know she just really spoke about her experience and of course uh, other characters the the cast were mentioned the Brian Boynes and those kind of people, and certainly in the in the images that were shown while she spoke, yes, you saw the coterie of of influencers, those that were then then and 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 today. and fast forward to post that talk, there was some offense. Deep offense. Her. Deep offense that was taken to, yeah. to, her, to her telling her story. Weigh in on that because for someone being in the room, as I said, I didn't see, I didn't think there was any controversy whatsoever to the to her discussion, but maybe from the outside in. Yeah, me, oh, I've what
1: met you, her a couple of times. She's really non-offensive. And I read the BOF piece and the subsequent press that surrounded it from I don't know, CN, L.com. Quite a few publications covered it. And it was not. I mean, listen, she didn't go in. She just basically spoke about her personal experience, kept it on her personal experience. I didn't feel like she painted a particular picture of the wider industry as an objective opinion. It was very much like, this is my journey and this is why you don't see me at Fashion Week. And so I feel like the way that some of the influencers came for her was slightly disproportionate um, in the sense that they made it about themselves, which is like, a couple things that's wrong with social media and influencer culture in general, which is A, it's not about you. And B, like, you sound ignorant. Because ultimately, she really was talking about her own experience, which is completely valid. We can't discount someone's experience. Um, And I feel like a couple influencers made it about them and took huge offense, and almost twisted it to be about this idea that she was too highbrow or elitist or coming for them or like it was good when it was you know it almost felt a little bit it was good when you were getting it and now all of a sudden like it just almost sounded a bit kind of I'm not gonna go there but it just sounded a bit like I said disproportionate in how defensive people were getting rather than using it as a benchmark to have a really valid conversation about fashion, influencers, fashion week because those are the elephants that are in the room and there could be like a really interesting and layered dialogue around okay where are we now because it has evolved so quickly people are getting swept up and I think a large part of her point was I entered a space that I loved for authentic genuine reasons and I got swept away it all changed so quickly I wasn't sure how to navigate it I didn't want to kind of not take these things because it was interesting and fun to a certain degree. But I didn't also want to ostracize myself from an industry I loved. And she struggled to navigate it. And that's a valid journey. And I guess it took her about 10 years, whatever, to figure out her way. There's no right or wrong way to navigate this industry. I think we, we all are well aware. And so I just felt that her talking about her point of view was really interesting and completely valid. And not to discount what some of the influencers were saying, but Brian Boy specifically really came for her in a couple of Instagram posts uh, back to back. But then kind of surrounding that post was also talking about his kind of rage for beige and that whole influencer aesthetic around the beige and the the sterile furniture. So it's like, he's not not saying some of the things that she's saying. She's just using her experience to lens her thoughts on the industry, whereas he uses very specific examples like beige bags, beige outfits, beige furniture, which is not too dissimilar to the whole idea of what you have to do to conform and perform and what it is to be an influencer nowadays and all those things. So I'm just a bit like it's sort of if we were having smart conversations we would see we're all saying the same thing rather than trying to come for each other when someone tells the truth and i think one of the larger issues that i personally um, feel really strongly about and have a bee in my bonnet about is that no one tells the truth and this is why. Well, Because even when you tell your truth from your perspective, people come to you as yes. if you're really trying to hurt others. And I think there's nothing wrong with telling the truth. And it was very actionable. She was literally like, this is now how I position myself. This is how I work with brands. This is how I present myself. Absolutely. And this is what it is. She wasn't in Fashion Week in the situation that she was complaining about and then complaining about it anyway which is actually what I'm seeing a lot of the influencers doing like they'll come for her, they'll complain but they're like in it and not making any actionable changes.
0: Well I have to say I, what she said in in her talk really resonated with me because to be perfectly honest I experienced a similar I experienced a similar um, I had a similar real, realization you know while I wasn't in it, in the thick of it like a lot of those players like Aron's for example I wasn't, I wasn't vying for that front row seat that wasn't how I was oriented but but I, I did, it, it did um, come to a point where I was. I started to size myself up next to the rest of the other players in the room, the editors, the influence, this one and that one. I was just like, oh, if I'm sitting in second row, if I'm sitting somewhere else, I'm sizing myself up against those personalities. And once that started, that's when I knew it was the beginning of the end because it had—it was— Determining my sense of self. I was like, what the hell? How dare me be in a room? Never mind these shallow fashion players. And this is my perspective, and that's my experience, and I can I can certainly qualify come for you. <laughs> to have them come. But you know, essentially, I, I, we, I'm dealing with a very, very uh shallow collection of people who were making me feel a certain way, wanted me to vie for, or making me feel that I wanted to vie for a seating, and somehow that was um that was important to my value at the time. And in a way, it was because everyone else. If you're if you're sizing up the room like that, everyone else is sizing up the room like that. And those kind of shallow stratification, I just I was like, what is this all about? And the minute I started not to feel like Garance, not to feel positive about this experience, is exactly the time that. And funny enough, I never I never articulated in that way, but I stopped going to fashion shows. Like I unequivocally stopped. For that reason, I was like, I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like how I comport myself in in that environment, and I just found it to be a I found it to be a negative a negative experience. And I didn't really understand how you were supposed to arrive into a room to see gorgeous, beautiful things, an artistic presentation, and then it became this like Hunger Games of personalities in fashion. It seemed. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I think. I think in Brian's post, if I recall correctly, he made a really salient point about, you know, we all come to this industry and need to take what we want from it or what we need from it. And I think that part of your experience, Garanta's experience, is that that section of the industry was no longer feeding you because what you need from it needs to have a bit more substance and critical thought and that isn't someone else's experience who is in it for the fluff and for the politics, for the hierarchy, for the Hunger Games of it all. But both things can be true. And I think that's really the challenge of how are we going to make this industry better for the people involved? Because we talk a lot about people's experiences and and the kind of mental, emotional, physical toll, both from a a larger standpoint of workers and the environment and sustainability, but also the individuals in the industry. We've spoken about fashion fatigue and fashion has anxiety and what it is to be a designer, doing all these crazy collections and the toll that it takes on you. And I think that there is a conversation to be had about how this industry makes you feel because it's changing and evolving so quickly in parallel with so many other things that are changing politically We're in a very different place, so fashion takes on a different. It manifests itself in a different way for many people because you know it's all well and good when like Obama's president and we're all feeling great about ourselves and fashion is creative and wonderful. But that that vantage point changes when those when certain variables change. Exactly, and And I think that's something that needs to be talked about because to Brian Boy's point, fashion isn't a constant. So therefore, this idea it's take what you need, shut up, sit down, that's no longer... A viable option for many people who didn't come here for that.
0: Absolutely, and in her talk, um, Garone says she felt dreadful. That was that was a particular quote that Brian plucked out of her speech, and she said she felt dreadful sitting front row, surrounded by these influencers. I think he sort of leapt on the surrounded by influencers, but that wasn't her point. The point was that she felt dreadful. It was about how she felt as to you know who surrounded her. That was matter of fact and consequential. But she was no. No longer feeling positive and feeling enriched by being sitting in that in that seat any longer and i i I thought that was a that was a, a valid realization and a valid feeling
1: and i think it's also really interesting about the call out speak out culture that we've found ourselves in and who gets to participate and who gets shut down and that's really interesting because brian boy himself and a lot of the influencers who spoke out are very vocal about a lot of things and they feel like it's their independent right to be able to do that. But then I guess when it comes to points of views that they aren't necessarily on board with, then it becomes a different conversation rather than just... Because he could have also just said nothing, right? And I don't think it would have made that much of a difference, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. Um, So I thought that was really interesting. I think we're kind of evolving in this kind of speak out culture because um, he didn't necessarily call her out, but he definitely spoke out in a way that I don't necessarily know was additive. But yeah, I don't know. I can. I I think I also have a different vantage point. I can understand her just overall malaise with
0: with the, the industry. yeah with the industry and let's be honest i mean she has gone on to support that that significant shift in her trajectory you know from from chasing a front row seats at fashion shows around, across the globe to essentially you know slowing down her life quieting things down in california choosing her endorsements um carefully and 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 making sure that she she really endorses those things that <laughs> that comes to her
1: which, uh, they, which they all say i mean no they, one's ever like i'm in it for the likes and the money in the front row like they all say the same it's the same rhetoric
0: absolutely but however I, I, I will say you know I, I do follow Garance and she at least qualifies her endorsements by writing quite eloquently quite you know with great feeling like I said
1: you take from the what you can not everyone can do that <laughs> Sometimes you're just not that smart and that's okay too.
0: And fair enough. But, you know, part of that slowing down, if, you know, if she's has sort of um, repurposed her blogging to having more meaningful posts with her partners, with her, with her advertisers, then I think that there's a, a change, a change to how she existed before and that was concerted and it's feeding her better and she feels better about where she is in this whole digital influencer space. And hence, I think she felt that she was on the other side. She was on the other side of of the equation, if you will. And she's learned a lot. And hence, having that speech and telling about her journey. Yeah,
1: and I think that there are multiple factors that are going to embolden influencers to take similar moves and just do them, do themselves. Yeah, um, From the removal of likes on Instagram to the way that brands are now realizing the homogeneity of the influencer landscape and needing to be a bit more bespoke in their approach. And I think that a lot of the fear in the pushback, because it was fueled by, I think, a substantial amount of fear, is that we're going to open Pandora's box and the landscape will shift around Fashion Week and the nature in which influencers get to engage and participate and all that stuff. I think there was a bit of fear around, what does this mean if people are speaking out about the kettiness and that mm. we don't like it? You know, all of that stuff. It's like there are brands that carry enough weight that they don't need necessarily to participate in the ways that we're used to when it comes to the influence landscape. So I do think that there was a bit of fear there, but ultimately I think that what Garance is doing and talking about is going to become more of a prevalent conversation. And people are going to start diversifying and actually not living in New York and not going to be on social so much and actually writing on websites and talking about point of views and (coughs) starting podcasts and just diversifying in a way that feels a bit more meaningful to them as individuals, which I think is... A god given right. I don't think there's one way to be an influencer,
0: and also I think we have to recognize that you know in this influencer space or in this digital space or where we are with careers these days that we do shift careers. And I actually thought that was a that was a poignant detail to her talk is that she was talking about shifting careers in this in this industry in this vertical that that is relatively new. And she let's call her a veteran that space, and she spoke about I have. Ex- existed in this very fast moving industry for this period of time and i am shifting because i think that kind of that kind of um, knowledge transfer can be very helpful to a lot of a lot of people in this industry who are seeing things moving incredibly fast and and may want to also make their own changes and want to and um, want to know how to go about it or want to hear about examples of how someone has shifted in the middle of the game. So I thought that was a that was an important sort of nod to like career changes in fashion or and particularly in respect to the, in um, respect to this digital space. I thought that was a I thought that was an important important um example that again we're in a relatively young vertical but yet this is a veteran who's spoken about her experience and to get a perspective from a 10-year um participation i think is a i think is a is a is a important information or useful information
1: what also struck me though is that um and we spoke about it a little bit in the um a couple of episodes ago when we we're talking about influencers about how we're all having the same conversations but no one's actually talking about it in a public forum. And I'd actually said to you, I I struggled to think of anyone that would actually speak out in a public forum. Mm. And so to that point, I personally am surprised that that was probably the most viral moment that came out of BOF Voices, because she wasn't really saying anything particularly offensive or anything we didn't know. It kind of reminded me of, this is a completely random thing, but it kind of reminded me of model drug scandals. Okay. Of how they made such big news. Like, do you remember the Kate Moss scandal? It was like, know, she no, had to exile. It they was were like a scandalous. whole thing.
0: No, they were really scandalous. But I was know that was anyone stories.
1: like, oh my God. I never would have thought that this was the... Cat. Like, it wasn't like it was Kate Middleton.
0: No, Do you but, know what I
1: mean? And so it kind of reminds me of this, of like, everyone knows what's up. And then someone said it out loud in public. And now it's a viral moment. Like, I just, I'm surprised you know, there were talks about Africa and sustainability and Bitcoin and all of these other things that are like of the world that we live in that are real things that require actual discussion. And not to say that what Garand said didn't require discussion, but it's just, it's interesting about where we are because, again, everyone's been talking about it and the influencers themselves have been saying the exact same things and I think it's just, I don't know, I thought it was interesting that that was a big all well, out moment I in mean, that week.
0: But we have to look at the the ability for influencers especially, you know, en masse, to amplify a story you know, in many ways there are yeah, that's, that's what they're paid for, they're influencers so they can they can certainly blow up a story and I think that's what has happened. Influencers were discussing amongst themselves and weighing in and that that helped to, to really sort of uh, amplify things. But I thought it was a, I thought it was, a, though a sideways discussion, I thought it was an interesting thing to emerge from there. And as I said, I really, I heard Garons and I felt, I felt her words. And I also, I lined with her experience. And um, I haven't crafted as careful uh, sort of profile in this new, <laughs> in this new space. She really seemed to have pivoted very well. But, um, but I do understand how she got, why she's on the other side and why it's working better for her so um, on that note <laughs> that that's our girls discussion and uh, we'll catch you the next time